lots of fun. You go to a grocery store and you shoot up people because you're a cunt. And everybody should kick you in the balls like a fucking punt. I'm not so good at rhyming, but it's fun. Do, 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 do. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It is me. Yeah, boy. Stu McAllister. With me, as always, other dogs. I got uh, Sadie Dog staring at me. She's like, when are you going to be done? Because I want to go on a walk. That's what she's doing. And then I got uh, Wean Dog sleeping on top of the couch. No idea where the fuck the cats are. But, uh, hey everybody. How was your day? Was it a good day? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was a good day. It was a good day. I know it was. Why? Because it was Monday, May 16th. 2020 dose. Hopefully, you had a good day. Hopefully, it was it, here in Michigan. It was a nice, sunshiny day. Uh, I was out delivering dots for, for new listeners. I'm Stu McAllister, your host. Uh, was a comedian at one time, was a social worker at one time. And now I'm floating through life, currently delivering dipping dot ice cream all over the great state of Michigan. Where the fuck was I? I was in uh, Saranac. And uh, Montague, Kalamazoo, Buchanan, Coloma, all the hot spots. Probably nobody has heard of any of those towns other than possibly Kalamazoo, which I uh, affectionately call Clam Zoo. I love calling it Clam Zoo. Uh, nobody else does. <laughs> nobody, nobody else calls it Clam Zoo. But I call it clam zoo just just because just because so it was a, it was a good day, a very busy day. It was a ten hour day for me, uh, which is good. I can use the money. I can use the money. I can use that fucking money, mother, mother, mother. Oh man, one of the places that I stopped at in Buchanan, Michigan. I have never been to Buchanan. I'm sure you've never been there. It's very country. Most of Michigan is country. Buchanan is super country. It's down near the Indiana border. It's southwest Michigan. And I went there because there's a, a, a dirt track place selling dots. It's new to me, new to the company. I'd never been there. And uh, we deliver to a bunch of different dirt track places and most of them uh to be perfectly honest are shit <laughs> they are uh places that uh you assume are just run by some sort of meth addict some meth addict who's just high as fuck and has a, a dirt bike and created tracks in their backyard and they call it a, a racetrack not this place this place was fucking huge and they had a lot of people working, and they had fucking bulldozers and fucking uh, all sorts of shit working them to make the, the tracks. It was fucking amazing. It was super cool. It was so cool, everybody. I, I'm saying this out loud. 
I would go back to watch a fucking race, and I have zero interest in fucking motorbike racing. That's how cool this place was. Pretty fucking far. Uh, it's a good two hours away or so from where I live in Grand Rapids, but I'd fucking go back. I would fucking go back. Uh, this weekend clearly was bad uh, for me in many ways. Uh, if somehow you have managed to avoid news stations, good good for you. You're, you're, you're better off. You're better off, to be perfectly honest, if you're not watching any kind of national news program, you know. You can, you can say any of them, Fox, CNN, all of them, you just pass. If, if you're going to watch any kind of news, probably just watch your local news. Can we all be honest? Your local shit is more important than your national shit for your day-to-day -day life, right? You're probably going to get better, like, local news, too, like just positive news. You probably need more of that in your life. I know I do, so... Uh, I don't really watch any any fucking news at all. I, I read a lot because of this podcast. I peruse over many, many websites. Five. <laughs> and, uh, and one's the New York Post. <laughs> so, yeah, I see a lot. I, I can read a whole lot. I don't want anyone... I find that television news is more about opinion than facts. I don't need a pundit telling me shit. I, I don't want their opinion. If if I want their opinion, I'll go search it out. But I, I don't. There isn't anyone out there where I really want their fucking opinion. But uh, the the news, of course, was the uh, the shooting that happened in Buffalo, New York. Longtime listeners know that, that that's where I grew up. I grew up in Clarence, New York, right outside of Buffalo. I went to school in Fredonia, New York for undergrad, which is like an hour south. So a good, a good portion of my life was uh, spent in the western New York area. I actually did live in the city as well for a couple of years, the Elmwood uh, Avenue district and the Lovejoy area. So clearly connected to Buffalo, Bill's Mafia fan, clearly. Getting all sorts of news about that shooting, the, the, the kid, the 18-year-old fuckface from Conklin, New York, some podunk town I've never heard of, sitting right on the Pennsylvania border. He's like, hey, man, you know what I need to do? I need to drive the three-plus hours to Buffalo, New York with a fucking high-powered rifle, and I need to shoot black people because I'm a fucking asshole. That's essentially what this asshole did. He wrote a 180-page manifesto, and as I said over the weekend, it really should have been uh, one page, 10 words, not even 10 words. The, the manifesto should have been, I'm a fucking asshole. And, and that's it. You didn't need to write anything else. Who's reading this 180-page fucking document of shit? I'm sure he's an awful, awful writer. Like, there's no flow to it. There's no story. Who is the fucking protagonist? Who's the antagonist? I'm assuming he has decided that he is the protagonist. 
when we all know he is the asshole. There is no anti-hero here. It's all villain. Um, more information was coming about this fuck. He originally, I guess, had planned to uh, attack another store at some point. He was just going to drive down Jefferson Avenue and just randomly shoot people. But here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. Everybody. I don't. This guy's a huge fucking pussy. Cause he did what he did. He's just shooting unarmed people. And then as soon as he gets outside and the cops are there, he's like, "Oh fuck!" And he throws his guns down. He he fucking doesn't even attempt to shoot any of the cops. He's a fucking pussy. He did. He shot the security guard. The security guard was the only guy there who took shots at him, pot shots. I believe they hit him twice, but the, the dude is wearing a bulletproof vest. Now, can any of you listening tell me, because I, I do not know, where you can purchase a bulletproof vest? A bulletproof vest, to me, seems like it'd be relatively, like, unless you're in law enforcement or something, would should it should be illegal. It should be illegal to own. There's no reason for you to own a bulletproof vest, everybody. There's no fucking reason. And now I know a lot of you can be like, ah, and I'll be like, ah, and then we'll be done with it, right? You know, that's that's it. That's the end of the conversation right there. Um. He was, uh, apparently two months before the shooting, he was cased in the supermarket, and he got tossed. He got tossed from the supermarket. Tops never stops tossing out assholes. Chanel Teague, an operations manager at Tops, told ABC News she saw the suspect sitting on a bench outside of the store for several hours Friday. The day before the shooting, he had camper bag on his back and was dressed in the same camouflage he wore Saturday. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'd be a little nervous, too, if I saw some dude all decked out in fatigue just sitting there for hours. He entered the store that evening and appeared to be bothering customers, so she asked him to leave. The next day, she was fleeing out the back door of the store as the gunman shot people in the aisles. What do you do? You, you you just fucking grocery store shopping. You're in there to fucking pick up a jar of peanut butter or whatever, right? And now some asshole starts fucking taking pot shots at you? Fucking Christ. Now I know a lot of people have said like you can't you can't even go grocery shopping without worrying anymore. And I, I say this I say this as a middle aged Caucasian male. What are you doing, cow? Why are you so loud, Cal? I, um, I'm going to continue living my life. I, I'm not going to be worried walking into a grocery store or any place for fear of someone coming and shooting me. And again, I know, I know I am not the target because it's usually white dudes are assholes and we're not going to fucking shoot other white dudes, probably. The grocery store that I shop at, I would say predominantly African American. I am I feel like I am probably in the minority when I shop there. 
I've never felt threatened anyway. Though there have been shootings in the parking lot. It is called Ghetto Meyer for a reason. <laughs> but I personally have never felt afraid. And, and I hate the fact that people feel afraid to go about living their fucking lives. Doing the things that they need to do. You need to eat. You need to go to the grocery store. This guy was a fuck. Uh, the top smart, and he, it, with, the problem with an asshole like this asshole is that uh, other assholes try to piggyback on shit. As evidenced by things that were happening today in Buffalo. A Buffalo man has been arrested and charged with issuing terrorist threats after making intimidating calls to two businesses Sunday and referencing the previous day's shooting of the supermarket. Uh, citing Buffalo Police, WIVB uh, TV said Joseph, fucking Christ, Joseph Chowaniak called Bocce Pizza. Don't you fucking ever threaten Bocce Pizza, you motherfucker. Complained about a pizza and threatened to shoot up Bocce's like the tops on Jefferson. 45 minute, minutes later, he made a similar threat to a brewery. If convicted, he faces up to seven years in prison. Good, fuck him. Apparently, there was some sort of uh, tweet about how uh, someone was going to go and, and shoot up stores. They, they were going under the... Uh, they had a Twitter handle like Conklin Hero or some shit like that. And they are like, eh, yeah, we're going to go to these four... Me and my associates, and we're going to go to these places... Now, again, I know a lot of it's just to intimidate and threaten and whatever. But what the fuck? And, you know, again, this is anonymous Twitter shit. Oh, my name's Elon Musk and freedom of speech. And yeah, the fucking Conklin hero, he should be allowed to say whatever the fuck he wants. I'm Elon Musk. Fuck you. Hopefully they find whoever wrote that, did that, whatever, and just they, they don't even have to charge him. I just want him to beat their beat his ass. That's all I want. I'm assuming it's a dude. I can't imagine there's too many chicks out there doing dumb shit like that. Only dudes do dumb shit like that. I just want the cops to go and just beat his ass. Just stop his ass. Kind of like uh, you guys remember uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. At the end of the movie, they get so rich that they're just able to track down trolls on the internet and they just beat the shit out of them. That's what I want to have happen. We're not going to charge you with anything. We're just going to fucking curb stomp your fucking fingers and teeth. You're never going to be able to type in anything again, bitch. <laughs> fucking. And don't you ever fucking threaten bocce pizza again, you asshole. Bocce pizza, I'm going to say this out loud to everybody listening. I don't care where the fuck you're from. Your pizza sucks shit compared to Buffalo-style pizza. <laughs> I'm telling you, go to Buffalo. First off, go to Buffalo, order wings, right? You get your wings. You're right. You got your wings, good. Then when you're done with the wings, get yourself some beef on whack. You're like, Stu, what the fuck is that? Trust me. Get yourself some beef on whack. Eat it. You're going to be good. Then when you're done with the wings, you're done with the whack. 
You go get yourself some pizza. You go to Bocce's. You go to any kind of local place. Get yourself some pizza. Then when you're done with the pizza, make yourself throw up because that's too much goddamn food. Then go to Ted's Hot Dog. Get some hot dogs. Go to Mighty Taco. Get yourself some fucking tacos. Then fucking go to Anderson's Ice Cream. Get yourself some ice cream. There you fucking go. That's how you know you're doing it right. Wings. Beef on whack. Uh, pizza, Ted's Hot Dogs, Mighty Taco, Anderson's Ice Cream. And uh, you can go to Jim's Steakout, too, if you want. Absolutely nothing wrong with Jim's Steakout. Fucking do it, all right? Do all that shit, go to Buffalo, eat eat like a goddamn king, okay? Don't, don't be no fucking snob. Don't eat pizza like a fucking weirdo either. I saw an article today. Where the hell is it? Right here. Talking about how to formally eat pizza. What the fuck? Formally eat pizza. Here's how you eat pizza. You pick it up with your hands and you shove it in your mouth. That's how you eat pizza. Pizza's not meant to be eaten with a fork and a knife. If you eat pizza with a fork and a knife, what the fuck's wrong with you? You should never be allowed to eat pizza again. And you know what? You eat the crust, too. Don't be fucking one of those uh, Nancy boys and not eat the crust. You eat the goddamn crust. You can fold it over if you want. You can put any kind of topping on it that you want. You just fucking eat it like a goddamn man with your hands because you're a savage. And you get that sauce all over your face. You get it, man. You make it look like you just fucking uh, ripped apart a cow. You got fucking blood all over your face, but it's sauce. That's how you fucking eat pizza. There is no fucking etiquette to eating pizza. This is this article was dumb. It's dumb. You eat pizza with your hands. You don't even need to wash your hands. I don't give a shit. Just pick up that pizza and shove it in your mouth, okay? That's how you do it. So clearly very, very bad things that happen in Buffalo. I'm trying to help out if I can in a very small way. Uh, on Twitter, I have a, a Josh Allen football card up for grabs. Okay. And uh, it's a nice card. It's kind of like a rookie card. Um, let me see here. Doo -doo. It's a rookie card. It's uh, he's still wearing uh, his Wyoming uh, college uniform. It's from Leaf is the maker. It's a nice card. Very nice card. And I'm gonna give it away. But the only, my caveat, I got three things. You got to follow me on Twitter. You got to retweet the post. And then you got to make a donation to Rooted in Love Western New York. Why Rooted in Love? It's because they assist the homeless and underprivileged communities across Western New York with produce, non-perishable foods, and hygiene products. It's rootedinloveinc.com, okay? Now I'm asking you to donate to them. You can donate a dollar. $2, $10, $50, $100, I don't give a shit. Donate however much you want. And for every dollar you donate, you get an entry into the drawing for the card. Okay? 
just like I said, a super nice card. And uh, if I get over 50 bucks, I'm going to add another card. For every 50 bucks, I'll add another Josh Allen card. So money goes to a good organization. Somebody gets a nice card. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to do all the fucking increase the peace, erase the hate, all that shit. Do what you can. You know, I haven't lived in Buffalo in fucking 20 years, 22 years. But it's still home in many ways. And you don't want it to be thought of as a shit place. And I think that's like what ultimately bothered me the most about this whole fucking story. Like when I heard about it, and initially I'm hearing like, oh, it was racially motivated. And, you know, I didn't really know the details other than there was a shooting and that it was racially motivated. And uh, Buffalo does have their race problems, everybody. They do. And I would have been like, yup, can confirm. But then when I found out that the dude wasn't even from fucking Buffalo, I was like, you fucking cocksucker. Eat my fucking balls. This dude should never see the light of day again. Ever. Ever, ever. He should never, ever see the day of light again. He shouldn't even be allowed to watch TV where uh, you know, people are outside and there's the sun. He shouldn't even be allowed to see it. He should only watch television shows that happen at night. So like Night Court. He should only be allowed to watch Night Court. <laughs> That's it. Fucking Richard Maul, Harry Anderson, uh, that, that uh, fucking, uh, what's the black lady who's a comedian? What the fuck's her name? I can't remember it. Martha? No. Shit, I cannot remember. Uh, what's his name? Dan Lavacat or Laracat? Is that his name? Fuck. Matt Harper loves that guy's son. So, uh, so yeah, fuck that guy. All right. All right, Sadie. What, what the hell is going on? Uh, yeah. All right. I'm sorry. I got things that we can talk about. Uh, hey, I, I know I say this all the time. When I'm out in public, I generally am wearing my mask. When I go into stores, I wear my mask. When I'm out and about, I wear my mask. Why? Because COVID's still a thing. It's still a thing. I found out today, today, that uh, longtime listener, part-time uh, contributor to the podcast, not going to name names. You can probably figure it out. Um... They got COVID. They got COVID today. Now, as far as I can tell, they'll, they will probably be fine, right? Their symptoms aren't too severe, but, but what it's telling me is this shit's still out there and we still need to be cautious about it. We still need to take precautions, right? We don't need to hoard toilet paper. But please, you can continue wearing your mask. People ask me all the time, why are you wearing your mask? I'm like, hey, man, I don't want to get that fucking disease. Shit, fuck you and fuck your mom. I'm not getting that disease. I'm going to wear this mask. And I all, I, all the masks I own are, are a Buffalo Bills mask. So I represent on a daily basis. 
I paid money for those things. I'm going to get my money's worth out of those fucking things. So keep wearing your goddamn mask, okay? All right. Don't get the Rona is what I'm trying to tell you. But if, uh, if you feel like you might have the Rona, you can get some more COVID home tests, everybody. You guys all like to know. Uh, I, I like to tell people when you can get shit for free. You can get more free tests if you go to covid.gov backslash tests. Okay. Or you can call online at 1-800-232-0233. And you can order some uh, that way, right? Rapid antigen tests can be self-administered and deliver results within 15 to 30 minutes. People are encouraged to use the test if they're experiencing potential coronavirus symptoms like cough or fever. They're also urged to use them several days after being in close contact with somebody who's tested positive for COVID-19. Now, I get asked a lot if, uh, you know, I've been around anybody with COVID. And I honestly don't know, you know. I, I'm not around too many people. I live a fucking relatively solitary lifestyle. I get up. I go to work. I work like 10 to 12 hours most days. I come home. I eat. I podcast. I walk the dogs. And uh, there we fucking go. That's my life. I'm not around a ton of people. But... I am donating blood on Sunday. I'm due again. And they're telling me I've donated almost 100 times. Holy shit. I did not know I've donated that many times. But uh, they will ask over there. So uh, you got, got continue to be vigilant, everybody. Don't drop your guard. Is there anything wrong with wearing a mask? I don't think there's anything wrong. I know a lot of people think it's kind of weird, but you know what? People in Japan were wearing masks a long, long time before fucking COVID came out. I'm going to tell you this too, everybody. I haven't had problems with allergies as much. I haven't uh, suffered from colds or flus. I, I'm going to attribute it to the mask. People are fucking filthy fucking creatures. So uh, if you got to be around filthy fucking creatures, please, 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 please wear a mask, okay? Simple as that. Get vaccinated, too. Just because. Just fucking because you should wear a motherfucking mask. I, uh, you know, like, like what I'm trying to do on Twitter, trying to raise some money for the food bank, the food organization... I feel like it's it's a positive thing. I'm trying to do a positive thing. A lot of people do like GoFundMe's. I was kind of waiting to see if there were going to be any GoFundMe's for the the people who had been killed by that fucking asshole. You know, the the help defray funeral costs or whatever. I mean, apparently there was one dude at the grocery store who was there to pick up like a a birthday cake for his three-year-old child. You're just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, so clearly there are some uh, GoFundMes that are better than others. Like, I've seen plenty over the years that are like, a lot are like comedians. Comedians are fucking filthy fucking creatures. <laughs> and a lot of times they're like, hey, Help me move to L.A. and live my dream or whatever. And I'm always like, oh, fucking Christ, man. You know, uh, is this is this the old man and me of like fucking figure your shit out? 
right? Hey, yeah, go fucking to L.A., but why are you asking people? It's just become like the modern-day age of begging. Like, instead of you standing on a corner with a fucking sign with it reads like, uh, hey, help me live my dream, get me to L.A., you're doing it fucking online, sort of anonymously. It's always dumb. I know I did, I've never contributed to those. I've contributed to other fucking GoFundMes, but not that fucking thing. Fuck that shit. But there was a woman who, in my brain, um, she, she made a GoFundMe for something I feel is kind of ridiculous. But hey, fucking good for her. Her name is Haley Marie. Let's see, does it say how old Haley Marie is? Haley looks like she's in her 20s. Would be my guess, mid-20s. Stu, what the fuck did she uh, set up a GoFundMe for? Well, it was to um, get herself some new boobs, everybody. I guess I'm down for that. I, If I had seen that, I would have contributed money. <laughs> well, this woman's getting bigger boobs? All right. The problem is that she says... Her boobs had been the same size since she was eight years old. She was wearing the same bra size. Um, now, I didn't realize that girls started growing breasts at eight years of age. Is that correct? I'm assuming a lot of you ladies are like, yeah, it's fucking correct, you fucking idiot. I'm like, okay. Uh, Haley had an ingenious idea on how to help both herself and other women with small boobs who want to do something about it. She said, we've been for years now that we are the itty bitty titty committee. So I think it's time we all come together. Clearly not all of us have been graced with big juicy jugs. Jesus Christ. But we've been graced with fucking brains. And if we put them together, do you understand how many boob jobs we could all give to one another? All I'm asking is for 10,000 people to send me $1 so I can get this bitch rolling. Next month, we'll send it to another girl. She'll get a boob job. Christmas is no longer just coming once a year. And her plan worked. Holy shit. She raised $7,000 within weeks. So she got herself a boob job, everybody. This was back in Christmas. In March, she showed off the results. Uh, the smile on her face showed that she was thrilled with the difference that it made to her life. Trolls were quick to insist they preferred how she looked before. Like, I don't know. What the fuck? What the fuck's wrong with you? I think it's okay. Good for her. She did this shit on TikTok, on Ticker Tacker. I'm not on TikTok, but if you are on TikTok, her handle is. What is it here? Uh, at, hold, sh shut up for a second, Haley. It is underscore H-A-I-L-E-Y-J-A-Y. Underscore Haley J. And, uh, yeah, so she's... Yeah, so she's just got, you know, it's just, it, it, shut up for a second, Haley. I don't know. I ticked a 21,000 likes course. Is that considered viral? I guess. I don't know. 
Someone wrote, when you not happy with your natural self, even then still not happy, so needs the social validation to feel good, that it was the right choice. Jesus Christ. Fucking, where did you go to school, you dumb fucking idiot? Yeah, whatever. Whatever, she looks good to me. I don't know. She was fine, but I guess, you know, she just didn't feel good enough with the small itty bitty titty committee. Now I just don't know where, how is she going to pass on the money to somebody else? Like, how do you get to be the second person, Haley? You know, is there is there going to be like a the president of uh, of the itty bitty titty committee, and then they determine? Do you put like your name in a hat and they draw it out and they're like, hey, uh, fucking uh, Cindy Jean, you're gonna get some big old hoots. I wish he said what size she got. C cup? I don't know. How would you determine? Like, I know a lot of ladies like want to go fucking huge. And uh, I'll be the first one to say, and maybe I'm in the minority here, boobs can be too big. They just can be. For me, I mean, some, some dudes are like never too big, but I don't, for me, yeah. Boobs can be too big. Ass can be too big. It's just too much, right? It's too much. So get your shit together. But good for her. I got no problem with it. Whatever. I would have donated if I had seen it. Here's five bucks. Uh, make sure you get good-looking nipples. <laughs> um, I can't—I don't want to say you got into a Facebook fight because first it happened on Twitter, not on Facebook. But uh, there's a guy that I know who's a big wrestling fan, a longtime listener. No, I'm—I'm—I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of the grapples. I've been struggling with the grapples lately. I'm getting a little tired of it, but. Recently discovered a show on YouTube, Lucha, Luchador Underground. If you like Luchadors, Luchador Underground was great. And apparently it was a wrestling promotion in the mid-teens, like 2013 to 17 or something like that. It didn't last like four years. But they all Luchador. I like the Luchador wrestling because it's pretty high-paced, high-action high flying I like that stuff I'm not I'm not a fan of like the bigger wrestlers the big muscular guys who only fucking like power slam people I like people jumping off the ropes and doing flips and shit like that to me it's much more exciting and entertaining but I kind of got it in with this guy today about wrestling because he felt like the thing that drives wrestling are the stories so-and-so doesn't like this wrestler because of such and such a reason. And this person, this wrestler did this or whatever, this or that. And I told him, I said, as a casual fan, which is clearly what I am, I, I don't watch WWE, I don't watch AEW or AWE. I, I go to some local promotions, maybe once a month, not, not even once a month. And then, you know, I start watching the shit on YouTube. I said, as a casual fan, I could care less about the stories. I don't want the stories. I find that the stories get in the way and this they try to use these stories to push things along and i'm finding that the stories are corny they're dumb i said i much prefer this guy wrestles this guy and then they have a good fucking match they have a good brawl they have a good fight they have a good whatever like it's it's action oriented and i gave the example of 
I'm watching Luchador Underground, and I don't know any of these guys. I don't know the story. I don't necessarily know why they're fighting. But clearly you always know who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. It's easy to figure out. You can figure it out in like two seconds. That's the good guy. That's the bad guy. You just know by like how they're dressed, how they walk around, how they yell at the crowd. You fucking know. You don't need a story. The story gets in the way, and often... Uh, because I'm a casual fan and I'm not watching every show or going to every event, the story gets lost on me and I feel like it drags everything down. It slows everything down. We were just kind of getting into it because he was all about the story. And he tried to compare wrestling to like a wrestler uh, to a character on a television show. So he's trying to compare like, the, the, I, I don't know, big time wrestler uh, who's a big-time wrestler right now? Um, see, I don't even know big-time ones. I'll say John Cena. I don't even know if John wrestles anymore. But John Cena, right? Big-time wrestler. And uh, I don't, for whatever reason, Chandler from Friends is popping up in my brain. I don't know why I'm dating myself. A guy who doesn't wrestle anymore and a guy who hasn't been on that television show in like 20 fucking years. <laughs> fucking Christ. Um, you can't tell me they're the same. It's not the same because he's like, well, what if the, the, the character on the television show never like grew and changed and morphed? And I'm like, well, that's different. Like, that's a character. That's like life. The the wrestler, it's more like a sport thing. I would, I would characterize a professional wrestler as being closer to like a professional athlete, like a hockey player, football player, basketball player. And you don't give a fuck about any of those guys, right? Like, I'm not watching the Buffalo Bills because I want to know how Josh Allen is fucking progressing as a human being. I don't know. I don't know much about Josh Allen personally. He seems like a good dude. I don't know. He could be raping fucking kittens for all I know. I don't know. Hopefully not. That'd be gross. But don't tell me that that a fucking professional wrestler's closer to a character on a television show. I'm not I'm, it's a bad analogy. And eventually I just told him, I said, hey, man, we're going to have to agree to a disagree on this. We're not going to see eye to eye. Because when I go to the local promotions and they're trying to move the storyline along, I'm like, I don't know the story. I don't know what you fucker idiots are talking about. Well, whatever. Whatever. Give me a good old fight. I don't need the story. I want the fight. I want that guy to punch that guy. I can figure out who the good guy is. And I will root for the bad guy. Because <laughs> I usually do root for the bad guys. Bad guys are more fun to me. They, they're more interesting characters. But part of the reason why I bring all, all of this up is a Ric Flair. One of the, one of the uh, wrestling greats is going to be wrestling in July. And... Uh, I have zero interest in it, everybody. Ric Flair is 73 fucking years old. Now, is he in good shape for a 73-year-old? I guess. I don't know. He can probably kick my ass. I don't know. Maybe he's got arthritis, and I can use that to my advantage. I don't want to see 73-year-olds wrestle. I just... I don't. I, I have... It, to me, it's sad. It's it's. I know you're trying to relive past glories, and it's hard for you to give up the ghost. But that's the, the progression of a character should be 
you're now an owner of a promotion. You're now a manager. You're now a ring announcer. You're now a play-by-play announcer or whatever. You're not in the ring wrestling, you fucking idiot. Ugh. So he's training with another guy, Jay Lethal. They don't know who he's going to wrestle. He's wrestling in uh, the Nashville Fairgrounds on July 31st. It's going to air on Fight TV. It's not even a part of a promotion of any kind. Because apparently history has it that he just falls out with all of the old wrestling promotions because he's a bit of an asshole. He's a bit of a fucking a-hole. So even though, uh, you know, he's one of the greatest of all time, he's still a fucking asshole. So will I make any kind of attempts to watch it? No, I just... It's, it'll, it, to me, it'll be embarrassing, you know? I mean, hardcore wrestling fans will love it, probably. Me, again, as the casual guy, I don't give a shit. Fuck that guy. Give me a goddamn luchador. Put on a mask, and let's see what's going down. All right, everybody, I'm going to end on this shit. R- apparently, McDonald's is going to be selling all of their franchises all the restaurants are getting the fuck out of russia they're like fuck you fuck your mom hey putin eat our balls we're out bitch so good for them that'll be weird to see what happens it seems weird to me that mcdonald's would even be in russia what kind of food do you think they serve like that you clearly like you know from the old pulp fiction of like they didn't have a quarter pounder with cheese they had a grand royale or whatever right so like they i'm sure they don't have big macs or whatever they got whatever weird fucking Russian gulag stew shit they're eating over there. Crazy. But Burger King's fucking being a bunch of weirdos too. In Germany, they've created a fucking crazy sandwich in Germany that there's no way in fucking hell that they would ever serve over here. Because first off, we'd be like, that's gross. Uh, apparently they got a weird lineup of Whoppers where they have bizarre toppings, which include vanilla ice cream and olives. Another featuring eggs and bananas, which I'm like, where the fuck do we, is that a breakfast sandwich? We get the old fucking breakfast Whopper. And one, the craziest of them all is a Whopper topped with slices of currywurst and an entire fried herring. Now, I don't want to eat a sandwich with fucking herring on it. I don't want to eat, to be perfectly honest, I don't like fucking olives. But this is a shit, I mean, clearly they're making it because people in Germany are going to fucking eat this shit. Now, whenever I think of, like, German cuisine, which I don't, I'm thinking of, like, sauerkraut and just fucking heavy heavy shit I would not walk into a Burger King and go please give me the Whopper with a fucking herring they have pictures of all these different kind of Whoppers that they have over there and I'm just thinking to myself it's fucking gross now I know a lot of people from Europe or elsewhere will come here to America and they'll look at our cuisine and be like Jesus Christ what is wrong with you and I understand that a lot of it is we love to fry every fucking thing we would uh, re we refry shit. We fry shit and then we refry shit. 
I mean, that alone tells you fucking how stupid we are here. No wonder we have incredible fucking health problems in this country. All right, they got a commercial here, a German commercial for the Whopper. Let me see what this thing's fucking like. Oh, my God. It's going to be crazy. It's a minute 15. They got women sitting on the couch. They're all fucking, they're all pregnant, and they're all going, I have weird cravings. Oh, my God. They're going to give them crazy fucking Whoppers. Uh, no. 58% of pregnant women have weird cravings. They're like, I gotta eat weird shit. They want applesauce, whipped cream, and pickles. Oh my god. Cuc cucumbers, currywurst, cake, beef, fish stick, bratwurst, vanilla ice cream. Oh, Jesus Christ. These ladies are fucking gross. Women are gross. They eat gross things. I wonder why that happens. Is what is what what is the science behind women with pregnancy cravings? I'm sure there is. Tell me. You guys know, search it out, get back to me, let me know. Tell me why women are gross cuz that's gross. You eat, you're eating gross things, ladies. Tell me what gross things that you craved when you were pregnant, ladies. I know I have like two ladies who listen to this. Actually, I there are three, and it's and none of them have children. God damn it! No, wait, there is a fourth. She's got kids. She'll tell me. All right, everybody, that's it. I'm done. I got to take these dogs for a walk and then go to bed. I got a long day again tomorrow. Uh, if you guys can do me a solid, go like the Facebook page. Go like the Twitter page. Go check out my Macari store. I sold a whole bunch of things today. I sold a uh, autographed mini helmet of the Dallas Cowboys. I sold an uh, autographed mini helmet of the New Orleans Saints. I sold the Brett Favre coin collection. And what was the other thing I sold? I forget. There was a fourth thing that I sold too. But uh, a lot of shit. If you guys are interested in sport shit, I got shit. Over on my Macari. Go check it out. I got a link to Macari on my uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Go check it out, please. Um, if you like this podcast, consider subscribing to the Patreon. The Patreon is just a paywall uh, for the podcast. Why would you pay for it? I don't know, everybody. S some people pay for it. It's the same podcast. You're like, what do I get, Do You just get more. It's the same, but more. So if you like this, You'll love that because it's more of it. So uh, go check it out, patreon.com. Search out Elemental Podcast, just five bucks a month. That's it, five bucks a month. One less uh, Starbucks coffee in your life. Then do me a solid and check out these four things if you could. Matt Harper Art on Instagram and TikTok. Matt is an artiste. He draws things, very cool things. You can buy some of the art from him or you can commission him to draw something for you. He will do it too. The price is right. So go check him out. Matt Harper Art. That's Matt with two T's. Extra T's for titties. Maybe he contributed to the Chicks GoFundMe. Hmm. And he is on Instagram and TikTok. Matt Harper Art. Then we got Bear Boards and Tables over on Facebook and Instagram. My buddy uh, Mark, he makes things with wood. Wood. And uh, he's got a little bandsaw, and he makes uh, cutting boards and keychains and knickknacks and tables, all sorts of cool shit. 
So go check out his stuff on Facebook and Instagram, Bear as in like a grizzly, Bear Boards and Tables. And if you buy anything from him, uh, mention the Elemental Podcast and get 10% off. How about that? Go do that. Then uh, check out the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and 70 House, a married couple who has decided they want to eat coleslaw together. I don't know why they do that, but they do that. And uh, they make videos every Sunday. So go check them out too, the Sunday Slaw. And Adam will also tell you how you can buy a house, sell a house, because he is a realtor. You can ask him questions too if you'd like. And then last but not least, John Midgley. He's got a page on Facebook for his magic stuff. Magic JBM. Go check it out. He's got magic stuff. He's got art of the magicians that he draws. He's a good artist too. So go check him out at Magic JBM. So Magic JBM, the Sunday Slaw, Bear Boards and Tables, Matt Harper Art, do those four things. And uh, all right, I'm done, everybody. Go to my Twitter and check out the uh, Josh Allen car that's up for grabs. Make a donation to a charity and uh, your name will be thrown into the hat. How about that, everybody? I'll pick a winner on Friday. Friday! So that's it. I love you guys. You're the greatest of all time. I'll see you tomorrow on Patreon or uh, Thursday for the freebie. All right, Sadie's whining. I got to go. Okay, bye.